We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives Until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize Come on down I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame Come on down I'll make a deal just let me spin the wheel Come on down To win a million bucks all you need is a little luck And thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects all right, welcome back to another all-new episode of Come On Down. I'm John Baker. And I'm Jonathan Montney. That was a very long delay. I had to take my mask off because I do think one of the most important things about this time is being safe. And uh, I noticed you did not wear one. So I just, and that's not a judgment on you. I just want everybody listening to know that you enjoy death on others and on yourself. All right. Uh, well, today is a very special episode of Come On Down because it is election day. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's the election. USA! USA! For is lava. For is lava. What? No. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we are today holding a debate. We're going to settle something once and for all, something that I think a lot of people have been waiting four years to find out about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that is which Netflix original game show is better. Floor is lava mm -hmm. or awake. Right. The million dollar game show, I mm -hmm. think is the full title of that show. Right. The show that knocks you immediately back to your childhood where things were better, i.e. floor is lava or um, the verb show oh yeah i'm i'm sorry was uh awake were, were things better for black people in your childhood because i, I don't feel think like so. i know exactly what i'm getting with floors lava and yours is a little more vague awake could mean i'm are you saying you're you're woke is that another way to say i'm woke i am awoke it could be see that's the thing it, it could mean a lot of things there's a lot of stuff that this could encompass no specificity a lot of positives a lot of things that i think can bring people together okay true I and um a lot of things like the fake glasses that i believe that you're wearing right now well you know what's really important is to make the people think you're smart and that is can be done through your words which i will be doing okay but it can also be done through your appearance as you can see you are slouching like i would say maybe somebody who commits murders right a man of the people is what you mean like a I, man I, of the I, I don't i don't need to feel like people. i'm i don't need to feel like i'm better than everybody that's the thing about awake it's not pretentious you know it's a show that people can just relate to it's a show that you can sit back and have a beer to okay it's the kind of show that you want to have a i beer mean unless to. you're recovering unless you're recovering you don't want to have a beer so you're kind of speaking to a very specific type of individual right now whereas Flora's law you know what before we go this is getting heated yeah i think our is. opening statement should be um, us just explaining each of our games. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and start. Sure. So Awake, the million-dollar game show. Mm -hmm. It is the million-dollar game show, unlike the other game shows where you can also win a million dollars. This is the million-dollar game show, Awake. And it's a pretty weird show. The way the show works is there are seven contestants... And they are put into a white room for 24 hours in which they cannot sleep. They are given 
sodas and coffees and energy drink if they want them. Okay. But they are also given four million quarters. Because we want to, you know, redistribute some of that to the people that really deserve it. The seven contestants on this show. Mm -hmm. And so for 24 hours, each of them is going to this big trough of quarters. Like, uh, like it's feeding day at the, at the hog farm. And I'm sorry, I'm going to quick pause there. What's that? You think hogs eat quarters? I think they eat out of a trough. I don't think you can dispute that. Oh, you're explaining the just a the trough, si- the delivery it's a situation. trough situation. Yeah, got it. So there is a trough full of four million quarters. Why does this keyboard keep popping up on my iPad? Is um, it American made? And it is American made. It's American invented <laughs> and communist made. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is. A time where they have to count as many quarters as they can individually into their personal quarter hoard, <laughs> more or less. Yeah, there's no time limit, right? They there's can go 24 slow. hours. They have 24 right. hours. But they can go slow as fast they as they want. They can go slow as fast as they want. There's 24 hours. They have to count out as many quarters as they can and put them in a big bucket of their own, basically. Mm-hmm. a big. It looks like a mailroom cart right? full of quarters that mm-hmm. they're counting into. And this is the show. This is show watching people counting quarters. So there's very there's like about thirty seconds of that on okay, the show okay. of watching people count quarters. Then, uh, it goes to they're all introduced on stage in front of the live studio audience with our host James Davis, who is a comedian. He had a Comedy Central show called Hood Adjacent, which people like you probably wouldn't know about hood adjacent hood adjacent with james davis i love hooded sweatshirts so don't be throwing your okay. your uh, judgments on me until you know lame who I am. and easy um so he introduces our seven contestants and then tells them that two of them are being eliminated right now the second we meet them wow so the person who counted the fewest number of quarters is immediately eliminated and the person who counted the wrongest number of quarters. <laughs> so they count your actual count. Okay. And the count that you turned into them, they compare. And whoever was the furthest off is eliminated okay. right away. So you're, not, you're now down to five people. And now you get into some games, some competitions amongst the five people. Okay. In which they have to do things that test their reaction time, their fine motor skills, and things like that. Things that would probably be impaired a little bit by being awake for 24 okay. hours. Uh, so they have these competitions. They can't, it's either, they either go one at a time or they're kind of sectioned off with dividers between them so they can't see the performance of the other people. Okay. And which is important because after they do this little mini game, the five people stand there and they are told that uh, they now have a buyout offer. So the person who did the best is automatically safe, advances to the next round. They announce that person. The four remaining people at this point have the buyout offer. 
It starts at $2,500. And you've got 10 seconds to decide whether you want to take that $2,500 and leave the show. Or if you think you didn't do the worst. Because the person who did the worst will be eliminated if nobody takes the $2,500. Okay. So either somebody takes that or the worst person is eliminated. We're down to four people. We do a same thing again, a fine motor skill test sort of game or reaction time type of game. Mm -hmm. The winner moves on. The rest of the people have an offer for now $5,000. The final three people do the same thing. The offer is $10,000 or $7,500 at this point. And we're now left with two people. And once we get to two people, we just go immediately to another buyout mm-hmm. for $10,000. Right. And because this comes down to who was the closest, most accurate on their count of the quarters between these two remaining people. Comes full circle back to the quarters at the beginning. Thank God, because I, I think that's the most important part of this game these, right now is counting quarters. These are kind of the Chekhov's quarters. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're back here. So... You either take the $10,000 or the person who is furthest away is eliminated. Now we're at a point where whoever, the, the winner of the show at this point is able to take all the money that they counted and leave, and that's their prize. Or they get an offer of $100,000. Or no, sorry, of all of the money that was counted in the game. By all seven? By all seven people. Okay. They can take that money, all seven people's money, if they believe that their count was within $500 of the real total. Okay. To me, you have to be really bad at counting to miss by more than $500, I feel like. Although I did see a woman miss by more than $5,000. Oh she, she said 12000 and her actual answer was like, $17,432.50. I did see a clip where the one contestant had been kicked out. She had not guessed the correct amount of quarters. And the producers or whoever was behind the camera said, yeah, you you counted 12,843. And she goes, 43? How did you get 43 with quarters? (laughs) So... She and I don't think that's a testament to her IQ. I think that shows how the tired you are by the end of this uh, show because it kept showing counts and it was twenty four hours and forty minutes. So it looked like they were on stage or t- taping whatever for right. around forty minutes doing this. Yeah. So so you can either take your money at this point, or you can wager that you're within five hundred, and if you are, you're able to win all of the quarters that were counted that day. If you do that and you get to this point, you are now able to take that or for $1 million Mm. be within $25 of the total. So I watched one with a guy where he said, they said, what did you count? And he said, $27,800. And they said, okay, you can take the 27th, or you can take whatever you actually counted, or $165,000 or whatever it was, the total count of the seven. And he said, 
I know I counted $27,800, but I've been doing so terrible at all these other games that I think I should be good at. Who knows what I'm, how bad I am in my current mindset. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take the money and leave. And his actual account was $27,795. So he was off by five dollars. Wow! So he would have won the million dollars if he had quit. Kept, kept going. If he hadn't quit. So if he hadn't quit, your yeah. show has quitters on it. Is what I'm hearing from you. My show has people that are able to be happy with what they have. You know, mm, he settle like communism. No, you know, it, he worked for that money. He doesn't want to gamble the money that he worked hard for. This is a mm. this is a working American. This is somebody who we don't know what his struggles may be to put food on the table. Think about how much food twenty seven thousand seven hundred ninety five dollars can buy. That's at least three trips to Golden Corral for a family of five. <laughs> it's true. I just I'm sorry. It's it's hard for me to envision that because I keep thinking about what if, what if he decided to, I don't know, live the American dream. And forge ahead through hard, thick mud and grit, getting shot at by the Germans. Wait, and wait. <laughs> no, there, were there German people shooting at them in the episode you watched? I mean, in some part of American history, there had to be German shooting at us, right? That's the metaphor. That is, yes, that is a part of American history, yeah. So that's what I, and I'm before I continue to uh, in this spirited debate I would like to talk about my show before we get on yeah sure so let's, talk about, let's talk about your uh, show. I think I think you did I think my opponent did a very good job of explaining in lengthy lengthy detail the convoluted and multifaceted um, honestly snooze fest is the word that keeps coming to mind um, of his mm-hmm. game show mm-hmm. uh, mine is Three groups of three people go into an obstacle course. It is filled with water. If they fall into the water, they lose. I thought it was. I for thought every it was, person. I thought it was lava. For every person that goes through the obstacle course successfully and reaches the end of the course, they get a point. Highest point wins the game. Did we get a? Can we get a time on that? How much? How long was that? Um. Yeah. That was, was about it, thirty seconds. It, it was about thirty seconds because that's how simple that game is that's how simple you must think the american public is that the american public can't dream big that they can't think that they can't exercise their fine motor skills and their rights to smash an egg against their face Mm -hmm. the second a light turns green as is one of the games uh on awake okay and i i first of all i'd like to say thank you to the people hosting this um uh Notice that my opponent did go a full almost 15 minutes without appreciating the apartment that we are at and the people that are hosting. So thank you to... Because it's you. This is your apartment. Thank you to me. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Thank you to me. Okay. And I hear what you're saying, but we are debating which show is better. What does better mean? That's the point of this debate. Right. When I sit down and when and I do rec- represent the American public, because I am the American public in the form of one man i don't i don't think the american public needs to trick people by wearing fake glasses i don't think that the american public needs to needs to wear a suit jacket on top of their maroon shorts you know 
I think the I think what the American public wants mm-hmm. is somebody that's down to earth, a salt of the earth type person who can relate to them. You know, mm-hmm. a, a a type of show with a type of host that really speaks to to something that they understand. It it, it brings awareness to them. Uh, if you didn't know beforehand that it can be more difficult to stack coins on top of thin needles when you are sleep deprived mm-hmm. now you know we, we don't treat the american people like they're stupid we want to educate them we want them to get out there and get out into the quarter force and get counting those quarters mm-hmm. and i hear you and um i would like to point out that there have been now three attacks on my uh, appearance which i think is a um just a low way to go. I think the important thing about this debate would be to co- to focus on the actual content. And the reason I say simplicity is a great thing is because when I'm done working a long day and I've been hounded by my boss, I've been hounded by uh, employees that might be below me who are asking me questions that I am uh, expected to answer day in and day out. When I sit down to relax in my home on my couch, what I want to do is I want to look at something, I want to turn my brain off, and I want to enjoy some people getting hurt. Because people getting hurt is funny, it always has been, and it always will be. And my point is that I don't want to sit down and with my eyes and brain do a New York Times crossword puzzle in the form of a, and I use this very liberally, game show. I don't want to sit there and do calculus with my brain. I want to turn it off. I want to do a third grade spelling bee and I want to crush all those third graders with my adult brain. Okay. So I watched, I watched your show. I watched Floor's Love. I watched a few episodes. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Here's some questions I have for you. Sure. Absolutely. So Floor is Lava is of course based on the classic children's game. Floor is Lava. Correct. Straightforward. I, I, I'm very familiar with the game. I played it as, as a young kid. You try to navigate the room without touching the floor because the floor in this imaginary world is lava mm-hmm. and will kill you. Mm-hmm. Now, my question about this game is... Sure. Who has a room set up like that? These rooms are set up incredibly unrealistically. You know, couches and chairs are spaced out in fashions that don't make any sense whatsoever... Every room has got some sort of big rope or curtain that you can swing across on it. There's indoor pizza ovens on top of tilted islands. And this isn't the way rooms work. Listen, the American people know what a room looks like. They're not idiots. And when they see this show, they're not seeing rooms. They're not seeing the rooms from their houses. This isn't something that they can relate to. When when I played The Floor is Lava... I didn't have a planetarium in my house. One of the rooms in this show, that's right, is a planetarium because this show takes place in a mansion. You know who lives in mansions? The 1%, the billionaires, the people that are ruining, dividing our country, that are hoarding all the wealth for themselves so that they can play Flores Lava on top of their gigantic spinning globes, swinging around on telescopes, while the rest of us struggle we stay up 24 hours counting the little coins that we have as hard-working working-class american folks and that's not the people that i can see relating to flores lava 
in this mansion with nonsensical rooms. Yes, no. I mean, everything you raised is true. Everything is embellished for entertainment's sake. And I think that the American people know that. They recognize that. This is never said this is exactly what a room is like. So there haven't been any false accusations um, or false pretenses about what this show is. My response to you is you say the common man cannot enjoy this because they're, as you say, being reminded of the 1%. Of course. When I think of your show, Awake, which before it even begins, these people have been awake for 24 straight hours. Right. Do you know what I think of when I think of sleep deprivation? What's that? Torture. Sleep deprivation is used in forms of torture, both, and I don't like saying this, but domestically and internationally. So before this game show even starts, it's asking you to put yourself in the mind of somebody who enjoys torture enhanced or methods of torture. Let's call it enhanced interrogation. Please. Let's call it the proper term. torture because that's what it is. And that's the other. So if you want to say, oh, your show is, uh, is uh, mirrors the 1%, I cannot contest to that. But I would like for you to answer why are torture techniques used in your quote, television show well i think if it were a real enhanced interrogation or as my opponent seems to continuously repeat torture mm -hmm. situation mm -hmm. i think when we've seen those historically those people aren't counting quarters they aren't being given the privilege of walking home a millionaire those people are listening to all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey on repeat. That's why they can't sleep. These, these are people that are being forced to listen to Slipknot, uh, to sounds of animals being slaughtered. The same type of animal sounds that you might hear when an animal is near a volcanic explosion, is killed by the falling debris and lava that you cherish so much in your floor is lava that you idolize. How do you think the people of Pompeii feel to know that we're making a big joke about people falling into, into lava, an entire civilization destroyed by the might of tectonic forces and lava. And we just treat it like a joke right now. I don't think, I don't think those people, I don't think the people of Pompeii, I don't think the Atlanteans at the bottom of the ocean uh, who are forced to live there by the tectonic uh, forces of nature, would appreciate that we're making a mockery of these situations in our game shows, that, that, it's, that it's a big laugh to us, that, that people are hamming it up, pretending that they're dying, screaming out, saying, win it for me, as they fall to their gruesome, grisly, burnt-up, toasted death. Sure, and as uh, I would like to make clear, these people don't actually die on the show. This is lukewarm water that has coloring in it. So nobody was dying on the show. I just like to point out. Also, so we're just a, we're just appropriating another from, another thing from people that you who have did, died of lava. Another thing that you did say is that horrible, horrible sounds were made for torture and people to listen to. Right. I would like to bring up Waco, April. 
Branch Davidians are holed up in their mansion. And what comes over the loudspeakers as the ATF tries to get them out of their situation? These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are going to walk all over you. I do agree that Nancy Sinatra is torture. Well, you said it was horrible sounds, and that is a loved, loved song. Again, you want to throw... I'm going to take a couple steps back here. You want to throw the 1% in my face because of the use of... I was. You said mansions, correct? Yeah. Your show puts people into the 1%. Mine gives a very normal, very meager $10,000 grand prize, which is not life-saving, not life-changing, but it's plenty to take care of a bill, put maybe add to your, your home down payment that you've been saving up for because you're a hardworking American. Yours puts people into the 1%, which you just smeared as being... Outside of the normal man, outside of the normal American? You're right. So so what we should be doing is encouraging people to risk life and limb. Even if they're not dying from real lava, they're putting their limbs on the line, jacking some shins up on countertops, etc., etc., to pay a bill? $10,000? For our entertainment? Think about how much money the Netflix subscriptions have generated from people who have watched Flora's Lava. Do you have those facts? Do and, you have those? And we give people $10,000? And, and I'd also like you to consider what is one of the biggest contributors to carbon and methane in our atmosphere? Greenhouse gases that are slowly warming this planet and killing us all. That's right, volcanic activity. Again, something that we're just absolutely making light of while the world is sinking into the ocean right now. Manhattan is going to be underwater by 2022, all right? If we just keep making a big laugh out about how funny lava is, ooh, how exciting it is. Anytime lava enters this world, five children die. Okay. Uh, again, it's not real lava. So, and you want to talk about greenhouse gases, carbon emissions. Let's look at the studio for Flora's Lava. It's a pretty modest, tiny room. Sure. Let's look at the studio for a wake. Let's think about all the energy that goes into keeping this studio lit this giant stage, multiple areas of filming. So if you want to say that real lava, which the show doesn't use, contributes to higher greenhouse gases, which is a fact everybody knows, then why is so much energy used filming your show? Well, maybe you don't realize that Flora's Lava is filmed in an abandoned Ikea outside of Burbank, California. It's basically an idol of consumerism. Run amok. A build-it-yourself chain, international chain 
furniture store that went out of business and was laid to waste because of the expansion of all these other just little consumer good stores that compete with it. And I, frankly, I'm a little disgusted by it. it. It's just a reminder to the people at home how run amuck consumerism is in our society. So let's set up a quick hypothetical scenario here. Sure. A business begins, it employs people, it sells a product. That business moves or ends through um, bankruptcy or another means. Do we just knock down that building? Bankruptcy, another great way for millionaires to, to use our, take advantage of loopholes in our legal system to ensure that they maintain their wealth while the hardworking Americans that are working on their show floors, that are working in their warehouses, in their factories, and shipping and logistics, they all lose their jobs. But don't worry, we've got this, we've got this bankruptcy filing to make sure that the people who run this corporation aren't hurt in the slightest, that their overseas Chinese Swiss bank accounts aren't harmed at all by the fact that they've just cost these people their jobs, their livelihoods. They've cost, uh, they've potentially put locally owned mom and pop hardworking furniture stores out of business. And this is what we get. This is what we get from that. Floor is lava is the culmination of the end of the American dream. So Flora's Lava does not represent that. And the reason I asked you if you think we should just immediately destroy something even though it goes out of business is so that I could highlight the recyclability of the people that created Awake. Awake. Flora's Lava. The reason this is such a great show is because it embodies everything that America is great about and it's if something fails and things fail all the time it's not just pushed away or forgotten about something else can be reborn from the same shell that did not keep life afloat so when I think of floors lava I think of a new beginning which is exactly what America was we didn't want to be taxed. We didn't want to be uh, taxation without um, representation. representation. We decided, and by we, I mean early settlers of America, our founding fathers, decided heroes to find a new area, find a new place to build something new. That is exactly what Flora's Lava represents. So here's the thing. Going back to our founding fathers, I believe... Thomas Jefferson, one of, our, one of our great founding fathers, he wrote in the Declaration of Independence that we are endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these rights are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's right, the pursuit of happiness. Awake, despite a little bit of irony in the title, Awake is a show that makes Americans' dreams come true. One million dollars is life-changing. It is not $10,000. One million dollars helps pay 
for medical bills, for student loans, you know, medical bills, things that might have been created by appearing on the show Floor is Lava and its pointy countertops all over the place. You know, I think Awake is a way to get us out of all of the problems that Floor is Lava creates for our society. It's a way for to make sure if you win a million dollars, are you going to be taxed on that? Yes, you've got representation. You are going to be taxed on that million dollars as any earned income is taxed. And the good news is that we can use that tax income that is now uh, a greater influx into our society, into our government, to fund further projects to overcome some of the problems that shows like Flores Lava create with the greenhouse gases, with uh, the consumerism run amok, putting, taking away the safety net from people. That's the thing about Flores Lava. What we need is a safety net. We don't want to let people fall into the lava. When the lava is rising, we need a way for our society to come together, escape that lava, and get on top of the highest countertop we have. Flores Lava celebrates the moments of people struggling and falling into that lava never to be seen again. And I just don't think that's something to celebrate. You know what I think is interesting is that you just used the metaphor of somebody climbing to the highest countertops to be prosperous, which is in Florida's lava. So I appreciate that. Second, I want to go back to the money. I can't sit here and lie to you and say $10,000 is more than a million. It's a flat out lie. I'm not going to do that. You said that a million dollars can be used to pay off student loans and medical bills, which you said might be caused by banging your shin, hitting your body part on sure. one of the obstacles. I agree. $10,000 can also be used to pay them. Might not be as much, but they can also be used to pay the same exact bills. Also, Congratulations. We, we gave you cancer, and now here's money to treat your cancer. Also, you bring up pain and and getting hurt Suffering. a lot on floors lava but i want to bring up a different type of pain and hurt that happens on awake and that's psychological pain through sleep deprivation if i bang my shin and i break the skin let's say i break my bone hasn't happened but worst case scenario let's talk about worst case scenario sure i go to a hospital i get treated and that bone and that skin will recover. I can get better. The, maze, the human body is amazing at recovering itself. I cannot say the same for psychological damage. There have been studies done. There are multiple accounts of people staying up, depriving themselves of sleep, and, and lasting permanent damage will happen in their prefrontal cortex. This is the area of the brain that is responsible for um, stabilizing emotions, making decisions. Um, uh, I don't know if you know Phineas Gage, but he had a, a spike go through his mm -hmm. chin and separated his prefrontal cortex. He was unable to stabilize his mood. He made impulsive decisions. He was not the same. Separating your prefrontal cortex is not the same as sleep deprivation. But Correct. you can absolutely... The type of damage that, you can, uh, that can happen to you on awake is permanent and long-lasting, and I think that you should be careful about talking about uh, damage. It's, it's interesting that you bring this up, because let me, tell you, let me tell you a story 
a, a little a little true story from my personal life. This is one hundred percent true. So my wife, as you may know, she used to be a professional ballerina mm-hmm. until one day. She was riding as the passenger in a vehicle. She pulled out into the road and was sideswiped on the passenger side door by another car, breaking my wife's leg. She went through years of physical therapy and recovery from that broken leg and, of course, lost her job as a professional ballerina and her dreams of being a world-class ballet dancer because of a broken leg. You don't think that affected her psychologically at all? I, I mean, say, she married me I want to say that. that I'm glad that you brought in a personal anecdote of a painful situation to prove a point on a podcast uh, on a, with a fake debate. So I thank you so much for that. No problem. Can she walk? She can, yes. Okay. So it wasn't overwhelmingly detrimental to the physicality of the limb. What about her psychological health? That's what, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about the effects that these game shows can have on somebody's psychological health. If you can show me an individual that had their dreams lost through a severe physical accident on floor is lava i would be happy to change my position we've got people they're waiting to come forward right now unfortunately um the irs is doing some audits on that so we can't release that information but once they're done we will be happy to release the people whose lives and careers sure. have been ruined and, by and, I, and we will have a different Absolutely. conversation I would, I, I would love to do it right now mm-hmm. but there, there's the audit so so we we just there's nothing we can do our hands are tied sure and i understand and and you know what we'll do another debate when you have more facts which I think would be great because I would love to debate somebody with facts. Moving on, I would like to just do a quick one in my favor because I, I can't imagine the retort you would have for this. I'm the sure host of one. my show, his name is Rutledge Wood. Rutledge, yes. Rutledge Wood. Rutledge, yep. What's the name of your host again? James Davis. Wow. An American name. James Davis. Davis. Yep. Okay. So real American sounds cooler and better. And yours is more of a James Davis? Two first names? Davis isn't so much a first name anymore. I mean, it was though, right? I don't know anybody whose last name is Rutledge. Because it's a fake name. It's that there's nothing uh, American fa- it's a about fake, a Rutledge. Everything's fake. It's not an all American news, fake name, fake this. They listen. I'm going to tell you again, I think I get it. Flora's Lava is something that speaks to you because as a kid, your biggest dreams were staying off of the lava floor in your house. All right. Yeah. So they were. I get that. I get that. I played the game as well. I think we all did. I Mm -hmm. think everybody listening to this. Everybody knows it and everybody has played played Flora's Lava. They played the game. With the balloon where you have to keep that up off the floor also and you, you keep bopping it with your hands or other body parts. Everybody played these games as a child. Is this also the same game that you would play at the beach with just a bullet ball? You mean a beach ball? Yeah. No, that was like volleyball. 
Or you would no. hate when you're at a concert and people are hitting the ball and making okay. sure it stays yeah, up yeah, and everybody a, screams if right. it touches the ground. Right. It's fun. It's okay. a fun game. I get it. I, I get that playing Floor is Lava as a kid with a big imagination. And as an adult. I'm sure. It's fun. But I think we can also all relate to being sleep deprived and losing some of our faculties. And I think what this show does is it shows us some of those dangers of sleep deprivation that we might not have understood before. You know, studies have shown that driving while sleep deprived can be more detrimental than driving while drunk. And I don't think that we want to be promoting drunk driving in the same way that I don't think we want to be promoting tired driving. When you are sleep deprived, your reaction times are reduced. Your, uh, your reflexes are slower. Your uh, fine motor skills have deteriorated. And, and I think that's something that a lot of us don't understand. I know personally, I've stayed up for more than 24 hours many times in my life to the detriment of my health probably. I know in, in college I did it somewhat frequently because I was a procrastinator. I would wait until the last minute to write my papers or study for my exams and things like that. And the only way I could possibly finish in time was staying up late. I remember in college one night, I believe you were there with me, we decided to discover and explore the tunnels under legendary OU. tunnels underneath the University of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And we spent the majority of the night doing that before deciding that we needed to get into the library where they would have blueprints of the school to better examine what entrances obviously, might exist obviously for this for these tunnels. And I also remember because of that we were able to stay up until breakfast began being served at the cafeteria, which we were not frequently awake in time to make it to breakfast and class on time. So we got the experience of the all-you-can-eat cereal bar, the bacon and eggs. It was just an amazing, wonderful night that I spent bonding with my friends. And, and those are the types of memories that I have of... Of staying up for 24 hours. Sure. And I, I just think, I, I, I think the only difference though, is that you got to do it and you weren't pressured to do anything you didn't want to. Nobody's or forcing these people to be on this nobody show. Nobody laughed at you um, for your uh, inconsistencies and inability to perform normal tasks um, under distress. And I think that the core of your show, Awake is to put people in pressure situations under psychological duress for the entertainment of people. And I think that is disgusting. I think it's, frankly, not American at all. And, um, and I know that you hate children. So I don't understand how everybody can... How anybody can say that Awake is more of an enjoyable show after knowing all that information? Well, first of all, I, I'd like to say that, and, and I'm sorry, I, w- I would have cut you off and said this, but the moderator had muted my microphone while you were speaking. I do want to say that you've made some wildly false accusations there. I love children. 
I I love my nieces. I've got I haven't two, I haven't seen you sniff one child. I've got How two do adorable I know you like nieces. children. You don't even like the smell of children, you sicko. I well, first of all, I'd like to let you know that I have uh, some sinus polyps that inhibit my ability to smell properly. I am currently using a new nasal inhaler to help reduce these polyps so that I can get back to smelling babies' heads the way that any good American would, you know? And and I just feel like that was kind of an unnecessary personal attack. Hmm. Uh, and 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 it was false. And, you know, the... the uh, What's the best... The, that's not my laptop is the best way I can put it, okay? You know, it's... That's not who I am. That's that's a that's an entire an entirely inaccurate misrepresentation of the truth. And you know what? I will acknowledge. Is Awake a perfect game show? No. No, it's not. We can agree on something. And, and 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 I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, do I think it's kind of weird that seven people introduce themselves and tell us a little something about their lives? And then two of them are just fucking kicked out immediately when we have no attachment to them and we just kind of learned their name and that they were a stay-at-home mom from Minnesota. Yeah, I think that's a little weird. I don't really, I don't really understand that. It's a little weird. Um, do I think it's weird that on some episodes and in some circumstances they tell us the people who have gotten kicked off their total count and how much they were off by? Yeah, I think that's a little weird because on some episodes they do it and some episodes they don't. And I want it to be there every time because I want to be able to make fun of these people, which is, you know, a big part of the experience as an at-home viewer. Are there people on the show that are confusingly bad? Yes. Did, did I watch one woman flip a coin 10 hours into the 24 hours of counting to decide whether she would continue counting or not. And when it landed on tails, she stopped counting and then was shocked to be the first one eliminated off the show for counting the fewest amount of quarters. There are some interesting characters on the show. Was there a woman who talked about how amazing this was because it was her first time on a plane, her first time outside of the Midwest, and she was a 20-year-old stay-at-home mom who appeared to be way more awake than anybody that had gotten a full 10 hours of sleep. Yeah. There's some weird people on the show, all right? But there are some heroes on the show as well. There are some people that persevere against the odds. There is that same stay-at-home mom woman who, in one of the reaction time games, which was you have to put your hand on a buzzer, much like these buzzers we have in front of us here. You have to put your hand on a buzzer, and at some random point in 30 seconds, a green light will turn on, and when that green light turns on, as quickly as possible, you have to hit the egg that is attached to your face and crack it on your face. (laughs) The average time of a well-rested person was 0.3 seconds for that task. And when she did it, did she not hit it hard enough and then have to wind back up again and hit it again to actually break the egg. Yeah, sure. And when given the opportunity to take the $2,500 buyout immediately after 
knowing that the slowest person would be kicked off the show and knowing that it took her two swings to crack the egg on the face, did she inexplicably not take the $2,500 buyout and was then immediately kicked off with nothing? (laughs) Yeah, sure. But I think that's something we can relate to because we all make mistakes in our lives that don't make any sense whatsoever and people point and laugh at you. That's part of being a human. That's part of the human condition. That's part of being an American. And we learn from those mistakes. And next time, doggone it, we're going to either crack that egg or we're going to take the buyout. Because that's what we do as Americans. And that's what I like to see on Awake. Powerful, powerful stuff. I do enjoy how you took down your ego for a second and pointed out some less than enjoyable parts of your show you can do that you, you i would like to i would like to also show that i am able to see the truth okay well, of my show surprised is it weird that you don't ever see the host of the show a little bit that is weird that is weird it's a little weird that you see him on episode one of the entire show standing on one of the obstacles and go whoa yeah this is cool and then you don't see him till the very end of the episode. Uh-huh, that's a little weird. Is it weird that the contestant introductions are five to eight minutes long? Yeah, it's a little weird. Mm-hmm. We don't need to know sl- silly anecdotes between a mom and her two kids. Give me your name. Give me a quick fact. And let's see you get hurt. Sorry. Let's see you go through the show. Right. Is it a little weird that the first episode ended with an in memoriam? (laughs) Of Pompeii? (laughs) The victims of Pompeii? No, a guy that worked on the show. Episode one. Is that a little weird? Yes. Is it a little weird that the intro says... We've redesigned... Oh, no, hold on. That's a positive point. (laughs) Is it a little weird on my show that there's no time limit and people can just hang out on obstacles for as long as they want? (laughs) Yeah. It's a little weird. People showed very little sense of urgency on Flora's Lava. And here's the the thing, and I'm sorry, I'll let you get back to your little weird things. Please, please, please. What was quite amazing to me about many of the contestants, and this is not necessarily an indictment on the show, as it is the idiots that are participating in it. <laughs> there are three people trying to make it through this course. Again, as you mentioned, the, if you get all three to the end, you get three points, or however many people get to the end, you get that many points. What struck me as a bit odd was they moved one at a time consistently every group across the thing. It was very rare that two people realized that they could use their legs. For some reason, it took one person to jump and two other people to tell them, jump, I'll count to three, and then you jump. That was a little weird. There was a lot of standing around. Yes, there was a lot of standing around. And that's quite a statement to say when you've got three new groups of three and the entire show still feels like a lot of standing around. Mm -hmm. 
What else is a little weird about my show? That's about it. That's those all. Those are I, the weird things. Those are the weird things that I um, had. The people, I don't, I worry a little about the authenticity of the competitors on mm. floor or on floor is lava. Okay. They ham it up quite a bit. They, every slip or fall is acted out in a very dramatic way. And when they do fall into the lava, they struggle and go under, never to be seen again through some clever editing maneuvers. Another thing that bugged me about Flora's Lava is the rules on being in the lava are never quite clearly explained. If both feet touch the lava, are you eliminated? Because I saw times where people kind of their shins made it onto an obstacle and both of their feet were in. But they weren't eliminated. But I saw times where it seemed like their upper body could have stayed on top, but they didn't seem to be allowed to do that and then had to fall into the lava to their death, right. quote unquote. So I don't really know what the rules are in terms of being eliminated because, again... It's never made clear. They say the only rule is make it to the end. But there are some different rules that were clearly explained to these people that are not explained to us as viewers. Right. I, there's, there's definitely room for improvement. And I would like to remind people that the wonderful Constitution and Bill of Rights is not all we have anymore. We have made advancements. We've made adjustments. And we have grown onto the base that was the foundation for this country. And episode one, season one in general, is that base for Floor's Lava. And from here, we move on and hopefully correct all of the things that make this show clearly worse than Awake. Wow. <laughs> so I guess I win. Um, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing we need to tell the American people. For Just real quick. Yeah, for, I didn't realize we were going to do this format. Before we started, I thought we were going to do a, a... I didn't realize we were taking sides. Okay. I think I did pretty good, considering my overall score for Floor's Lava is 9 and 14 for Awake. Out of what? They all start at 10, and then through different... Okay, they lose Overall prize, points. suspense level, humor, host, and watchability. Okay. So, I think the important thing for the American people to know mm -hmm. about Awake and Floor's Lava... Yes. These are both... Netflix original game shows, as, as we've mentioned. That's why we're doing this debate. Which is the best Netflix original game show? Mm -hmm. And are there other Netflix original game shows like Flinch or The Circle? Yes, there are, there are other uh, Netflix original game shows. Are Awake and The Floor is Lava perfect game shows? No. Are either of them great game shows? I would say no. No, I, I, I don't think so. You know, I, I think both of them are probably below average or worse game shows but those are the only two choices that we have right now <laughs> all right and sure we could we could come in here and tell you and argue for flinch but i think the stakes are too high right now for us to be throwing away talk time and energy talking about any of these third-party game shows 
this is the most important game show decision mm -hmm. of our lifetimes. We're all in quarantine right now. We need to know what to watch. Everybody's got Netflix. We need to know these answers. This is an important decision. It will affect us not just for the next four years of watching these game shows, no. but for the rest of our lives. And so we can't afford to be wasting time talking about considering the merits of or fighting f in favor of any of these other game shows on Netflix because these are the two that we have decided should be talked about and that's the way it goes. And the best way to make your voice heard, the only way, is to stay in and watch. Cuties on Netflix. Don't go out and vote. Stay in and watch. And watch whichever one of these things you think should be on for probably, I don't know, one more season because Netflix I don't know just if stops ever get doing stuff yeah, all no. the time. Yeah, did, have you seen there's a Selena show coming out on Netflix? You remember the movie Selena with Jennifer Lopez? No. It, it was about a, a Mexican singer named Selena. And God, she's probably not Mexican. That's probably really racist of me. I think she's actually maybe Colombian or something. Okay. But she was a very famous in the Spanish music world. And she was uh, assassinated by a crazy fan. So I'm worried that that show is not going to get a second season. <laughs> okay. Because that's the way Netflix does it. And it's, it's disappointing. And frankly, shame on Netflix. But can we uh, go into the uh, make it better? Oh, how would, you, how would you make these shows better? I briefly touched on this. For Floor is Lava, each obstacle has to have a designated time limit. If you're not going to do a time limit, which is fine, the harder the transition, the more time is allotted. If the time limit is, if, is, a, is a thing. Okay. Now, if you don't want to do that, the time limit, you want to do away with that, that's fine. I think make it look like a regular room with lava in it. There should be a point deduction for staying too long on obstacles. Yep. There needs to be incentive for these people to not hang out on the obstacles and watch one of their teammates go through half the course and then get stuck and then either have to make the decision to turn around and go back to them or make dangerous jumps. I don't, it was bad. For a wake, allow the contestants to talk to each other during the buyout to bring in some deception and trickery. Mm -hmm. So if somebody knows they did poorly, Maybe they can lie about how many they did or right. get into the head of somebody else. I think, I think if you did poorly right now, the strategy is, here's what I would do. I, so there's a 10-second countdown of, doing, of when you can do the buyout. What I would do is they say, 10, 9, and I would like <clears throat> wave my hands like, I got this. I would turn my back to the thing and just act like a big showboat like, hey, I, I know I did good. I'm not doing the buyout just to pressure somebody else into doing it. And then with one second left, like rapidly turn around and hit the button. So that <laughs> like I when you were hundred percent sure you did not. Yeah, exactly. Okay. If I did, if I did really poorly. Yeah. Um, but I saw somebody like, it was like, you've had 10 seconds to do the buyout 10. And then they hit the button. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? You're, you're off the show. Now you could have continued into the next round. If somebody else hit the button, why but, would you ever hit it? Person, at the 10 second oh, point? you're saying wait for somebody else to potentially yeah. hit it. Okay. Like, even if you know you got zero, somebody else could have gotten one, and they think they're, they did the worst. And one more thing about Awake. This would be a huge shift to the show, but 
some sort of physical challenge for the last round. I thought the quarters thing, I don't know, it didn't have... It felt like it was like... Yeah, the fact that it was oh, just who got closest and it was like, oh yeah, that thing that we talked about at the beginning. Yeah, it felt like it was... It, it didn't need to be brought back and then not even that, brought back as the main uh, challenge right. between you and winning a million dollars. I did not like that. It was it had suspense. I just was like, oh, this seems um, redundant. I kind of like it for the, for the solo person thing at the end. Sure. When, when you're deciding whether you take your money or the group's money or the million dollars, I I kind of like it for that. But I do agree that when it's mano a mano there, there should be some sort of maybe competition between those two people instead of just going straight to the final buyout. Yeah. Um, and I also think it would be nice if, as I previously mentioned, let's get these people behind the wheel on a closed course. <laughs> I want to see... Fake little school children running out in front of the car. I want to see their reaction time. Again, I think that's more educational. I think we get to see real people who have been awake for 24 hours. Well, it can double as a PSA for exactly. getting good sleep. Then you get some government funding. Yeah. And we're good to go. So I think that's the way to do it. I think we had a we had a spirited debate today. Yeah. Thank you for, for joining me in this. And thank all of you for listening. Thank you for being citizens of Netflix mm-hmm. and of this country for this election day special. Hopefully it turns out okay for you. And you can uh, send us your vote at um, uh, come Instagram on down at comeondownshow at gmail.com mm-hmm. or hit us up on uh, Instagram or Facebook at comeondownshow. I'm kind of done with Twitter. It's I don't really care about it. But... Do you not like Jack Dorsey's cool beard? Is it cooler than mine? It's very long. Okay. And just on this part. That's, ooh. <laughs> like he's a duck dynasty? Yes. But it's also really thin, too. So it's not even like a big bushy beard. It's just like, it's like your chin. And he and gets to be the CEO of a major multi-billion dollar company? Two. What else? Uh, Square. Jeez. All right. Well, look like an idiot. Be rich as hell. Thanks for joining us, and God bless America. God bless America.